Hi, my name is Rebecca Hett, and I'm part of CI Global Asset Management's tax retirement and estate planning team. I'm here to talk to you today about the transfer of U.S.-based retirement plans up to Canada from the perspective of a taxpayer who is Canadian resident, but is not also a U.S. Uh, person for tax purposes. And I'm going to do this sort of through a series of questions and answers, if you will. Um, number one, just looking up, providing a quick overview of different retirement plans in the U.S. So we have foreign pension plans, which are employer-sponsored retirement plans, typically have both employer and employee contributions, very similar to a Canadian-defined contribution plan. We also have foreign retirement arrangements. The most common um, we hear of is the individual retirement arrangement. Um, traditional IRAs are akin to the Canadian RRSP. We also have a Roth IRA, which is the equivalent to the Canadian TFSA. Does the plan, so say you've been living and working in the United States, you're going to move back to Canada. Does the plan have to move with you in order to maintain tax deferred status or tax exempt status in the case of a Roth IRA? And the short answer is no. Both the Federal Income Tax Act for Canada and the Canada-US Treaty provide for continued deferral of US-based retirement plans for plan holders living in Canada, just as if you had remained living in the United States. There may be elections um, in, in respect of some plans, um, but other than that, that tax deferral or exempt status is available regardless of what side of the border you live on. Knowing that if you are moving to Canada um, and so you know that you, the plan can remain in the U.S. on a tax, I'll say, protected basis, why would you consider moving it up to Canada? And I think sort of three things. Number one, simple, simplification, being able to consolidate your investment management and your advisory requirements to one country. It would could potentially mitigate currency risk and the impact of any investment restrictions that may be imposed on non-residents. And also U.S.-based retirement plans are considered U.S. CITUS assets for U.S. estate tax purposes. So transferring these plans to your Canadian RSP can reduce your exposure to U.S. estate tax. Um, it's important to know that Canadians who are not U.S. persons holding U.S. CITUS assets do have access to a prorated exemption um, that a U.S. person would have, but the, the exemption for Canadians is prorated based on the value of our U.S. CITUS assets over the value of our world assets. And where we pass away owning just $60,000 U.S. or more of U.S. CITUS asset, even though we might not have a tax liability to the U.S. in respect of that, we do have a filing requirement. And any filing requirements with respect to the IRS carry punitive uh, penalties for failure to file or filing incorrectly. In respect of um, the you know, the decision to transfer the U.S. retirement plan to an RSP, what are some of the steps? Essentially, you're making a lump sum transfer from your U.S.-based plan. That plan is subject or that withdrawal is subject to 30% U.S. source withholding tax. If that transaction is your only U.S. taxable transaction for the year and you are over age 59 and a half, such that an early withdrawal penalty will not apply, then the withholding will satisfy your U.S. tax uh, obligations and a U.S. tax return will not need to be filed. 
So you kind of dealt with that side. You're then contributing the Canadian dollar equivalent of the gross U.S. lump sum before any withholding or penalties are applied in the U.S. You're contributing that gross amount to your RSP according to the same RSP contribution deadlines that we know uh, in respect of a pure Canadian source contribution. You then are going to report that Canadian dollar equivalent contribution on your Canadian tax return as income for the year of transfer, and then also reporting an offsetting deductible RRSP contribution for the amount that is transferred into the plan. Um, this is this this particular transfer does not require or does not impact your existing contribution room and it's done on schedule seven to reflect that once the transfer is initiated with the relinquishing institution uh, in the u.s then the receiving institution typically requires an application um, and investment instructions also a statement from that source plan confirming the type of the of the account that is being transferred typically a letter of direction explaining the details can be very very helpful um, especially where the amount on the check that sort of represents the transfer might be different than what is on the statement. Upon receipt of all of this and receipt of those funds very clearly indicated as foreign pension funds, then the Canadian institution would issue that uh, 60-day uh, contribution receipt um, in respect of understanding that this is a deductible contribution uh, to the Canadian RSP. How is the strategy tax neutral? You've heard me talk about withholding tax on the US side, taxable income inclusion on the Canadian side. So how on earth does this become tax neutral? Two things, number one, the Canadian contribution must equal, the Canadian RSP contribution must equal the gross amount of the US plan withdrawal. So this means you need cash from other resources to make up for the amount withheld in the US. And number two, you have sufficient Canadian source income in that year of transfer to fully utilize the foreign tax credit that is created by those US taxes um, withheld at source. Now, both this opportunity to fully make up that uh, RSP contribution and to utilize the foreign tax credit created by the transfer, this all has to be done with the year of transfer. These opportunities are not available for carry forward. What other considerations uh, might come into play sort of in closing? I would say in the case of cross-border commuters um, or where there are employer contributions to the plan, it could be in a, an example that a direct 401k to RSP transfer is not possible. And a workaround might be that the plan is first transferred to an IRA and then to an RSP. So very careful uh, consideration with your tax advisors um, must be undertaken in this regard. Also, unlike in Canada, U.S. retirement plan contributions can be made with after-tax money. And so while the growth of these after-tax contributions would be taxable on withdrawal, those original contributions could be withdrawn tax-free. So you don't want to get yourself into a place where you are putting those original contributions into an RSP 
where they are then taxable upon withdrawal. So you want to think about that very carefully. So be confirming with your U.S. plan administrators if there are any after-tax contributions in the plan. Do confirm in any event that rate of source withholding that the plan administrator in the U.S. is going to apply and always confirm any special restrictions that the plan might have in terms of withdrawal, transfer up to Canada, having very careful conversation with your tax advisors on either side of the border uh, all along in terms of contemplating and planning and undertaking this type of strategy. Thank you for your time. This podcast is provided as a general source of information and should not be considered personal, legal, accounting, tax, or investment advice, or construed as an endorsement or recommendation of any entity or security discussed. Investors should seek the advice of professionals prior to implementing any changes to their investment.